Tonight, <clears throat> tonight we are continuing the series of Gula Mashiach. The Sikha we are learning tonight is Parashat B'chukhoisai, Chelek Chavzayin, Sikha Aleph. And this is a Unashir, so first give a synopsis of what the Rebbe says here. And maybe we'll just learn inside short, a couple of paragraphs, the Rebbe's Chiddush. And then maybe we'll just talk about it a little bit more. <clears throat> so the Rebbe is focusing on the last two prokim of uh, the Rambam, Pedicure Aleph and Pedicure Base. We're in Pedicure Aleph, the focus of the Rambam is all about the Mashiach himself, uh, the criteria for Mashiach, his achievements, and Pedicure Base talks more about Yemesa Mashiach, the era of Mashiach, what's actually going to happen. So in Pedigibes, <clears throat> the Rambam starts saying that one shouldn't think that all of the promises that the Nevi'im gave will actually take place literally, but more figuratively speaking. There are allegories, metaphors for different things. For example, a wolf living with a lamb is talking about how the Sina Yisrael will be able to live together with the Yidin peacefully, and so on and so forth. And then the Rambam quotes the Gemara, where he says, Amru chachamim ein bein oilam haza liyamaysa Mashiach, elo shibud malchiz bilvad. Nothing melodramatic is going to happen when Mashiach comes. Nothing is actually going to change in the normal way of things. Everything is going to continue. Life will continue as it is. Oilam kemin hagen noyeg. But just, this is the, the view of Shmuel, ein bein oilam haza liyamaysa Mashiach. So the Rebbe immediately points out that there are some contradictions, and he introduces an interesting one based on the Gemara, the end of Ksubis or uh, Titus Kainim, where there it says clearly that, that in the future, all the barren trees, the Ilani Srok, will either will carry fruits, will, will produce fruits, which obviously is miraculous. And how does that fit in with what the Rambam is saying? Even though uh, you know we could try to make allegories that it's only a metaphor, but nevertheless, the way the Gemara Exodus, the Gemara preceding that, seems to be talking about actual and factual things about how one shouldn't slander Yisrael and so on, and then he brings this piece about in the future the Ilone Srok in Yisrael will uh, carry uh, fruits, and and therefore. It doesn't sound like if it's an allegory. It sounds like it's you have to take it literally. So how does the Rambam deal with these Gemaras? <clears throat> then the Rebbe quickly brings down the Ravid, who asks a question from the fact that it says in Pasha B'chukhoisa itself, that I will get rid of all these wild and dangerous animals. And isn't that an eventful thing? And... Uh, and the Rebbe then quotes the Radvaz, who has an innovative idea. The Radvaz wants to say, there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the world. And in Eretz Yisrael, all the Yudim, all these promises will actually take effect, and you have to take it literally. But the rest of uh, the world, it's not going to happen. So therefore, we can uh, reconcile the, you know, the Gemara that it talks about the fruits, you know, bearing fruit, bearing thing is talking about in Eretz Yisrael, as in fact the Mordechai says in Eretz Yisrael, and therefore, 
it, it's, it's valid, but the rest of the world is ain't bane, there's no difference and nothing is really going to happen. However, the Rebbe does not really uh, approve of this pshat and he's not comfortable with the pshat, at least not in the Rambam. And not necessarily Advaz is learning this pshat in the Rambam, perhaps this is his own view. Because the Rambam doesn't make any distinctions. The Rambam says it's just a, a universal rule that nothing is going to change at all. And to come along and say that the Rambam is referring to chutzlars, but Ejisrael is different, doesn't lie in the words at all. And then besides that, that's a very strong question. And that is the Rambam proves in Pedigur Aleph that Mashiach himself, the criteria of Mashiach, he does not have to prove himself by performing any miracles or any nisim. And the, the proof that the Rebbe cites is from the from Akiva and Ben Kuziba. Ben Kuziba, Bar Kochva, uh, when Rabbi Akiva was under the apprehension that he will be the Mashiach, he never asked uh, Bar Kochva to prove himself. You know, give him the litmus test, see whether he can perform different miracles. And so the Rambam therefore proves that it's not vital for Mashiach to actually be able to perform miracles. The Rai already asked on that from the Gemara Sanhedrin, but that's a side issue. So, um, <clears throat> so the Rebbe said very simply, Ben Kaziba took place in Ejisrael. And the Lachayda, if the Rambam, if the Rambam held like the Advaza Shita, that in Ejisrael miracles will happen, then why didn't they test Ben Kaziba? That in itself proves that even in Ejisrael, there was no need for miracles and it was not part of the agenda. And therefore, the Rambam cannot learn Pshat like the Advaz. So we would like to know why is it? Or how is it that the Rambam says the world won't change when it seems to be Gemara and Uksubis and Teres Kainim that the barren fruits will bear, the barren trees will bear fruits. And that is a, a, a dramatic change. It's not Eilam al Min So how are we going to understand that? So then the Rebbe brings that uh, a very interesting Avodah Sakhaydish. And an Avodah Sakhaydish wants to answer that. <clears throat> that when the Abishta created the world initially, barren trees already had, uh, uh, barren trees did bear fruits. While other Mauritian was Ganadin, Kaidim, Chetet, Sadas, barren fruit, fruit trees had fruits, produced fruits. And so too, there were no wild animals, you know, trying to damage and harm others. Then after the Chetet, Sadas, things changed as a punishment. So what is going to happen when Mashiach will come, things will revert back to their original way. So it's not something extraordinary, something out of the ordinary. It's, it's still perhaps can be argued because it's just reverting back to its real nature, to its original nature. And that's how perhaps we can explain the Rambam. The Rebbe again, after explaining it more thoroughly, the Rebbe again is not comfortable with this at all. And um, because simply means the world the way we know it today is going to continue after Mashiach comes. And to say that um, that we're going back, reverting back to the, the to the to a time of other Ganadin is not lying at all in the words of the Rambam. <clears throat> and for some other reasons. So the Rebbe then comes up with his own explanation. Before he does that, the Rebbe asks a very strong question. The Rebbe asks that um, 
And before even he does that, he introduces a Lecha Mishnah. And the Lecha Mishnah asks two fundamental questions on the Rambam, where the Rambam seems to contradict himself. And then the Rebbe asks his own question. The Lecha Mishnah asks a question based on the Gemara in Brachas. But the Gemara in Brachas says that Rabchia, the son of Abba, says the name Rabbi Yechelen. All of the Nadim, when they prophesied, they were talking about Yemaisa Mashiach, that all of those things are going to take place with Garzev and Kevis, all of those promises and Yehudim are going to take place in the era of Mashiach. And the Gemara there states, and this argues with Shmuel, who says that Ein Bain, Elam has Mashiach, there is no difference between Elam has Mashiach, everything will be exactly the same. So therefore, it's perplexing that the Rambam brings that um, brings the Gemara. On the one hand, he brings Shmuel. <clears throat> on the other hand, he says that he brings in Hichel's Truba, that all the Nevi'im, the Nevi'is that he said was Moisa Mashiach, because Elam Haba, no one has any idea to, um, or clue what Elam Haba is all about. Ayin Leirasa, Elakim. But um, so he quotes the Gemara, where the Gemara clearly states that this, this argues with Shmuel. Why would he quote Rabchia Barab? That's question number one that the Lecha Mishnah asks on the Rambam. And then another question in Halacha, in, in practical Halacha. Because the Gemara in Shabbos, and Dav Samar Gimel, the Gemara has an argument there between Rabbi Leezer and the Chachamim, whether one uh, can wear uh, an army um, uniform a shield, a sword, weapons, and all that on Shabbos. Rabbi says, yes, you can. And the Chachamim say that you cannot. And the Chachamim, and Rabbi says, why can you? Because actually it's a tachshit, it's an ornament. It decorates the person, it enhances the person. And the Chachamim say, it's a genai, it's insulting, because it's supposed, it will be an era when all of our swords will be turned into plowshares, there will no longer be any wars. So therefore, it's a, it's a blight on us that we still have to wear, have weapons. So it's not a tachshit whatsoever. And the Gemara explains, so what is the fundamental argument? Or what is the crux of the argument between Rabbi Yezir and the Chachamim? So has two views there. One view is that simply, the second view is that simply Rabbi Yezir are arguing in the same argument as Shmuel and Rabbi Yezir. Shmuel says that the world is not going to change. And that's Rabbi Yezir. He holds the world is not going to change. So therefore, weapons are a tachshit. The Chachamim, however, hold that the world is going to change as the Nevi'im promised as soon as Mashiach comes. And therefore, it's only temporary that we have to have weapons. So it's like a nai. It's not a tachshid whatsoever. So Chachamim holds like Mashiach and Abelazar holds like Shmuel. And the other answer to the is everyone holds like, like Abelazar that, that there, in the future there will be no need for weapons. But Abelazar says currently it's a tachshid, so therefore it's all right. And the Chachamim say, no, it's not all right. So what do we have? The halach is like the Chachamim, that you're not allowed to have weapons on Shabbos. And according to both views in the Gemara, the only basis for the Chachamim is that when Mashiach will come, things are going to radically change, there won't be any more weapons. So how can the Rambam paskin like the Chachamim, that you're not allowed to wear a tachshit, and yet the Rambam paskin like Shmuel, that ain't been oilam hazer limaysa Mashiach? How can that be? <clears throat> that there won't be any change. So that's the question the Lechem Mishnah has comes along the Rebbe and asks a very fundamental question. It's such a basic question that you have to wonder why, you know, the Lecha Mishnah himself didn't ask the question. And the, the Rebbe is like this. And it's an ois test 
It's a short ice, so maybe we should learn it in Saika. This is the fundamental question that Rebbe has, and the Rebbe's Chiddush. And we want to talk about the Rebbe's Chiddush. So the ice test, the Rebbe says, the Bir Bezeh if you don't have a Sikhi, you can still listen and follow. It's quite straightforward. The explanation is, um, I, the Rambam says, nothing is going to change. Nothing novel is going to take place in the world, in the conducting of this world. I don't understand. One of the 13 central beliefs, the cardinal beliefs are, that one day the Mason will come back. Which was is a bitlum and hoggish loyalum, un chidush be mais brechis. And this is a remarkable chidush that everyone, in fact, Israel, are going to come back to Chiyas HaMesim. How can Shmuel say that ain't bein oilum hazel in Mesim Mashiach? Or actually, how can the Rambam say ain't bein oilum hazel in Mesim Mashiach? What about Chiyas HaMesim? Not sure why this is actually only a question on the Rambam. This should be a question on Shmuel as well. So the Rebbe continues. We have an argument between the Rambam and the Ramban in Derech Mitzvah. Let's explain what is the ultimate schar for mitzvahs. According to the Ramban, everyone says it's Olam Haba. According to the Ramban, Olam Haba is this world, but the Rambam says that a shaman a goof is limited. How can that be the ultimate schar? The ultimate schar is going to be in Gan Eden when the goof is stripped away from the neshama. So the neshama can be all the all the <clears throat> So the Rebbe says the follows: If you learn like those shittas, as Olam Hatchi is Olam Haba, it's another world altogether. We have Yemaisa Mashiach, but you can't ask me a question on Shmuel or um, on Shmuel. Well, what do you mean? Ain't been Olam Haza? What about Chiz Mason? Chiz Mason is nothing with Mason Mashiach. It's a Olam Haba. It's a different era altogether. On the Tachlis Shleim is a Schar. It's in the Shemes beGuf. It's Chiz Mason. I was an Indian. You can't say look at Mason Mashiach. You can't ask a question on Shmuel. Why Shmuel says Ain't been Olam Haza? What about Chiz Mason? Simply said that the Shmuel will hold like a Ramban. That Tchias Hamesim is a different era altogether, but Bimaisim Mashiach, there won't be any Tchias Hamesim. Fine. The problem is the Shittas Rambam. Why? Because the Rambam learns that Tchias Hamesim will take place during Yemaisim Mashiach, because Elam Haba is Gan Eden. So it means in Yemaisim Mashiach will be Tchias Hamesim. No, so if so, how can Shmuel say Ein Ben Elam Haza? And how can the Rambam, well, Shmuel can say it because he holds like the, like the Ramban, but how can the Rambam? Paskin like Shmuel, Ein Bein Olam Haza. What about Chiyas Hamesim? Lufishi Tosay. It's going to happen during Yemaisa Mashiach, and that is extremely super a supernatural event. And it's not Olam Al Kimin Hagen Noig. Abel Lechitzer Rambam has Olam Habo made Olam Anashamis when Olam at Chiyas Nitet Tachlis Shleim is Zchar. The ultimate Zchar is not Chiyas Hamesim, nor Chiyas Hamesim v'Zayni Dems Mat Kufa for Yemaisa Mashiach. So it must be that Chiyas Hamesim will take place during the era of Mashiach. Either the Shemah comes to Olam Habo. Prior to, to the next event, Elam Habo. Kumtois, as like Shittas Rambam, comes out of the Rambam, but then Achidish There'll be something novel taking place during during Yemais Mashiach. In Yemais Mashiach, is Vikem and Zogna, Yemais Mashiach, like a battle, Dovim and Hagashalalam. How can the Rambam say that nothing is going to change, not one iota, when actually it will? So now comes in one paragraph the Rebbe's Chidisha, and the Chidisha that follows. Daf Mazogna, we have to say, as late in the Rambam Zain in the Tzvei Bazundra Nyanim and in Bazundra Zmanim. Within Yemaisa Mashiach, there are two eras. 
as though the Indian is Mali was a is the first the first phase which directly relates to Mashiach himself, the person Mashiach, and this person Mashiach, how he affects the world around him. That's the first phase. So therefore, Pedigur Aleph and Pedigur Beis are both talking about the first phase. Pedigur Aleph is talking about the, the, the person Mashiach and Pedigur Beis is talking about the era, but they're both talking about the, 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 uh -huh. the, the, the person Mashiach, how he affects the era. When I said, I was in the Indian's man, I said, then there's a second phase. The second phase, which will take place in addition after the first phase is completed, as well, Tsukuman Han Hoggis, company will add certain behaviors. Things will occur at that time, which will, will change the ways of the world. Things which will affect the world. So this is not a reflection of who Mashiach has to be. That's all taken care of in phase one. Phase two are things that are going to happen be Mashiach. It's not a criteria of Mashiach himself. These are things that will happen. And one of them will be Tchisim Then Taka, the world will change. But the Rambam is focusing on the first phase. And the first phase, nothing is going to change. So that's the Rebbe's Chiddush, that within Yemaisa Mashiach, there are two phases. The first phase is Mashiach and the era of Mashiach, how it's impacted by Mashiach himself. And then you have the second phase. That's the Chiddush of the Rebbe. And then he used that to explain all of these different dinim that we have. So let's talk a little bit about this. There's another Indian that the Rebbe doesn't talk about, which Lachayda directly relates to this, and is a steer in the Rambam, which maybe we can answer with the Rebbe's, with the Rebbe's uh, uh, approach. And then you have to wonder why the Rebbe didn't bring it down, unless the Rebbe looks at it totally differently. So in Mesech of Samach Aleph on the base, three lines on the top of the page, we'll say, we'll say these different things inside. The Gemara says here, we learned that we're talking about Klaim, right? If you have shatnays, wool and linen, we're talking about it you shouldn't make it into a saddle for a donkey. Then he says, six lines from the top, you're allowed to make it shrouds, you're allowed to make it as tachrichim for a dead person, shatnas. How is that possible? We must conclude that mitzvahs betelis la'asid lovey. And in the future, there will no longer be any more obligations for mitzvahs. That's what Rabbi Yisif says. Omele Abaya Abaya said to his teacher, Rabbi Yisif, Rabbi Yisif said to him, What do you mean? The Rabbani said in the name of Rabbi Yisif, allowed to don tachrichim of shatnas on the mace only during the eulogy. So he's not really wearing it properly. I will lekoivre, but to put, to put him into the shrouds and bury him. Also, no, it is forbidden. To bury a mace in shrouds. Omale, he said to him, Well, Rabbi Yanai Taka holds there will be mitzvahs in the future, but Lav Itmar Allah didn't we learn on Rabbi Yech? Rabbi Yechin said, Rabbi Yechin clearly said, Even to bury him, there's no issue. And why not? Rabbi Yechin the Taimei, Rabbi Yechin is consistent with his view in Shabbos of Lamed. Rabbi Yechin said, My Dixiv, the Pasik says in Tehillim, Bameisim Chavshi. This is what it says that the Meisim Chavshi, when somebody passes away, they are free. What do you mean free? Kivan Shemais, Adam Nasah Chavshim and Mitzvah. So the person passes away, he becomes free, he's released from all the mitzvahs. So, what exactly do we prove here? So, Abyechen says the mitzvahs will be bottled, Asad Lavi, from the Pasig by Mesim Chavshi. How do we see from that Pasig? 
So Taisa's note for the bottom of the page, Amar Yosef explains, and he says over there that because when 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 and Mason will happen, the Gemara says in the end of Ksodis that they will come back wearing their clothes. They'll come back with the Malbushim. We learn a Kalvachemer from wheat. And if they will come back with the, the, the Kshatnas, they'll be over and Aveda. So it must be that Mitzvah Betel is Lo'asid Lavei. So therefore, so that's Prat Abyechen. So Abyechen also holds, Abyechen and Abyechen both hold that there won't be any more Mitzvah Lo'asid Lavei. Learns it out from the Pasig by Mesim Chavshi. And Abyanai argues, Abyanai holds there will be Mitzvah Lo'asid Lavei. Okay, then we have a Gemara in Shabbos that Kufnun Aleph on the base. So where does Shmuel fit into all this? <clears throat> so the Gemara that Kufnun Aleph on the base, towards the bottom of the page, the Gemara says over there about 20 lines to the bottom. First of the lines, Asai, and the Gemara says in the middle. The Av Shleimah Amba Bechachmasi. Shleimah said in his wisdom, Remember your creator while you're young. Before, before the bad days come in. What are the bad days? The difficult days. When you're getting older and you have troubles, when you're young, go and seize the opportunity. And then will come at era, you will say, I will come at era, you will say, I have no desire anymore. What's that? These are the days of Mashiach. When Mashiach comes, there won't be any more schus, there won't be any more chayva. What exactly does it mean, no schus and no chayva? So we'll soon see that almost all the Rishayim learned, there won't be any more mitzvahs. Mashiach comes, there won't be any more mitzvahs. And the Gemara says here, this argues with Shmuel, the Amma Shmuel, ain't bain, oilam hazel, oilam hazel, mashiach, elashid machumavad. That there's no difference between today and then. Only the fact whether we're under the, the dominion of other nations. Shinemrat says, Life will continue as normal. Nothing is going to change. So it seems in the Gemara Kufnan album obeys that in fact, Shmuel also argues about whether there will be mitzvah lasalavi. Shmuel holds that there will be mitzvah lasalavi. And, 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 and the Chacham holds that there won't be any mitzvah lasalavi. So why is that a difficulty with the Rambam? So let's continue now. We have in Baba Basra of Ayin Dalit Amal Aleph. The Gemara is the Sugi in the Gemara is known as Guzmois, the Rabbi Baba Khana. A number of stories of Rabbi Khana, which we actually refer to as exaggerations of Rabbi A number of stories that are difficult to explain. And you have the Ritva here that tries to explain it, the Masha and Maral. We have many trying to explain these different Gemaras. So at the top of the page, he has a, Gemara, a story here that he was. He was escorted by this tire, and um, and they were taking him around. And he came to a certain area in the midbar, and he said he pointed out to him, "I'm going to show you where the Mesa midbar are lying." And he came along, and he saw them lying there, and their knees were upstanding. And he said, "I I rode under one of the knees, sitting on a camel, with my spear lifted high, and I still did not touch his knee." That's how tall they were. And I went over and I cut off one of the corners of their tzitzis. And then suddenly we got stuck. We couldn't move forward. So the guide turned around to me and said, perhaps you took something from one of these bodies here, put it back. So I put it back. And he said, because we know, I have a tradition. If you take anything away from these corpses, you are, you're gonna be stuck here and you can't move. And I did it and I put it back. 
So Tesis has a whole discussion. Can we prove from here that a mess you have to bury with tzitzis? Because you see right here, the Mason Midbar had tzitzis. And Tesis says, you can't really prove from here one way or another, because you remember the Gemara there and, and the Tainus, that they used to lie down uh, alive. And, and they build themselves these graves. They used to lie down alive, and then they would get up and then lie down alive until the 15th of the month of last year, and they swore they're, they're going to survive. So because they went into the cave of while they were still alive, they were wearing tzitzis. But there's no raya from here that if somebody passes away already, do you put him on tzitzis or not? See, there's a whole discussion whether there's an Indian of loyeg v'rash or poking fun. Because as Gemara Baruch says, you shouldn't wear your tzitzis out by base aquarius because you're 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 um, taunting them. And so what, what's that you're taunting them because they don't have the mitzvah? And, and a whole discussion. But Tesis, about six lines above the, above the middle white lines, Tesis says the following. But I've been Chaim Koen Tzedek Pirish. We rule like Rabbi Yechel in the Gemara Nida, who says, Mitzvahs There are no mitzvahs in the future, and therefore, Mason do not have to wear tzitzis, because even when they'll get up with their clothing, they'll no longer be a mitzvah of tzitzis. I, Tesis quoted a few Gemaras, it sounded like that there will be mitzvahs lost lover, and maybe Mason should be wearing tzitzis, says Tesis. I hear the Menachas, the Gemara Menachas, which seems to indicate that a mace should be wearing tzitzis. They do have mitzvahs. That is referring to Shmuel the Amar, who says, Ein Shmuel holds and the mitzvahs will continue. Taisa does not tell us where we have the Shmuel. Because in Gemara Nidah, Shmuel is not mentioned. And he says, Therefore, you have to wear tzitzis. According to Shmuel, tzaddikim will get up with their clothing and they need to wear tzitzis. The moise, if you remove the tzitzis while they pass away, in the future, the medish that indicates that they, that they wear tzitzis, they all go like Shmuel. And so to the Gemara further, that the wife of Hanina ben Daisa will be putting Tetchelis on the Talais and Tzadikim. They all follow Shmuel. So Taisa doesn't tell us which Shmuel it is. All he tells us is that we should know that Shmuel holds. There's a the mitzvah, there are mitzvahs us in love. Where is the Shmuel? So we learned the Gemara in, in Shabbos, but it's not so clear what the Gemara is talking about. Could be that's what Shetesis is indicating. But now we go to the Gemara in Brachas, Tafyutches, and we looked in the Rajba there. In the Chidushi Rajba, in the Gemara, Tafyutches, with the Gemara that talks about these Amarayim that were walking with the tzitzes out. One of them was walking with tzitzes out, and the other Amarayim said, please lift your tzitzes, because tomorrow they're going to say that we're taunting them and poking fun. Because they don't have a mitzvah, we do. So again, there's a discussion of the Rishayim Tesis there as well, whether Mesim have to wear tzitzes, they don't have to wear tzitzes, can we bring any proof from there? And then the Rajma says in the heading Dalia, right in the middle, Rajma says as follows, about eight lines into the Rajma, toward the end of the line, Yeshleime, we can say, that this that we say, that Mesim have to wear tzitzis, and therefore if we wear tzitzis and they're not, we are taunting them, is only according to Shmuel that holds that in the future there will be mitzvahs. And where did Shmuel say this? So now the Raja spells it out. Because the Amr B'Shabbes Pedic Shoyal, it says in Shabbos of Kufnun Alva Beis, which we learned previously, mitzvahs ain't betedes lasun The Gemara doesn't use those words. But the Gemara says that 
that every Mashiach comes as low as Chayve, comes along Shmuel and says, no, Pligid Shmuel ain't bein oilam hazard. That means that Shmuel, when he says ain't bein oilam hazard, he wasn't just talking about the physical world. He's talking about everything about the world, including Ruchnis. He holds that mitzvahs la'as will be la'asid love because ain't bein oilam hazard and, and so on. But the Rajma clearly spells out, like, so now we understand Tesis, that Shmuel holds it will be mitzvahs la'asid love. You look under Ritva, in the in the in Nidr, the Samach Aleph on the day that we just learned, and he spells it out as well. And he says when the Gemara says that Yosef said the reason why you're allowed to bury a mace with shatnas is because mitzvahs will be betelis la'asid lavi. So he says over here <clears throat> in the paragraph of Hadamarinon, Pirshu Harashaynim la'asid lavi means lazman chesamaisim that after chesamaisim there's no longer any mitzvahs. V'zehu she'amru. That was prior to Tchisamesim, there will be mitzvahs. But after Tchisamesim, there won't be any mitzvahs. This is what we say over here. Why? Why do you have to say that? Because if not for that, because if not for that, how can we dress a mace with Klaim if they'll get up and they will be wearing the clothes, like we mentioned before? So he says a few lines further down. This is what we learned the Shabbat of Kufnun Al Mabase. So he spells it out. When the Gemara said there's no schus and not chayva, what the Gemara meant was there are no mitzvahs. There are no mitzvahs. So now the Ritva comes along and says, okay, so. So what's the problem with the Rambam? So the Shmuel holds it will be mitzvahs lasadov. The Ramam doesn't go into it. So the Chay that Ramam holds also will be mitzvahs loss of love. Why not? He says, by Shmuel, ain't bain oilam hazard. And in fact, the Ramam says clearly in the beginning of Pere Aleph, he says, Mashiach will come, he'll build the base of Migdash, Mikabez Nitche Yisrael. And then he says, the Choizin Kol Hamishpatim Biyamov, Kishahayim Mikadim. And not only will we continue doing mitzvahs, but all the other mitzvahs that we missed out on, Makriba Kabanas, and the Oizin Shmitim Yehudas everything will come back to normal. So forget. All the mitzvahs will be existing. So that I'm clearly paskins like Shmuel, very good. And what? And a mitzvah So what's the problem? The problem is what the Ramam paskins and Hilchus Klein. Because if you hold that there will be mitzvahs lasalava, the way the Gemara Nida comes out, then you should hold that you cannot bury a mace with Klein. In, we're wearing tachrichim of Klein. Yet the Rambam and Pedig Yud Mihilchus Klein, Halacha Chav Hei says, you're allowed to bury a mace with tachrichim. So the Rambam clearly says you're allowed to bury a, a mace with tachrichim of klaim. And the way the Gemara Nidl learns, that's only if you learn mitzvah betelis loss of love. And the way the Gemara Shabbos learns, that's only if you argue with Shmuel. So how can the Rambam paskin like Shmuel ain't bain, and yet Nichols Klein, he paskins that you're allowed to bury a mace, which will hold hold the mitzvah potatoes lost a lovely. How do you reconcile the two? So the Ritva um, and learns, back to the Ritva Nidah, he says something regarding himself, but that doesn't help us regarding the Rambam. The Ritva, in that same Ritva, says, this is the Gemara Shabbat says that when we say there's no mitzvahs, argues with Shmuel, the Omar Shmuel, says that it for don't look shot literally that Shmuel holds it will be mitzvahs after Chesamesh. No. Don't learn that Shmuel holds it will be mitzvahs loss of loving. 
The liflag al hamasnitim asis is arguing with the brayis in this mission. No, 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 no. The Tanan it says in Feshul Mishnah tachricha mes ain behem b'shum klaim. You think Shmuel's going to argue with that? The halach is there's no klaim. Shmuel holds ain behem to what? So they, that, that, what, that there's no iser of klaim bearing a mess. And Shmuel holds there is an iser. How can he argue the Mishnah? Says the Ritva. Shmuel seiver she ain't chias hamesim klali yemaisim mashiach. There's there's no link. There's no connection between yemaisim mashiach and chias hamesim. Ela laacha came b'seif hakol. After we finish Yemaisa Mashiach, then will be the period of Chiyas HaMesim. And that will be Nishamas and Aguf. And then there will be mitzvahs. Oh, sorry, then the mitzvahs will be Bakun. Avol Moedish HaMesim, Ene Mechal Mitzvahs. Very posh, said the Nitva. Yemaisa HaMashiach, Takashmu hold, no, the Tanakh, the, 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 the Chacham, they hold, Loi Chayva, Loi Chuz, they hold, there's no mitzvahs at all. From when Mashiach comes. Shmuel disagrees, he holds, ain't bain oilam hazim as Mashiach. There will be mitzvahs be a mace of Mashiach. But why are you allowed to bury a mace of Tachrichim? Because that's not negated to your mace of Mashiach. That's negated to the period of Chisam Mesim. That's after your mace of Mashiach, the separate period altogether. And then Taka mitzvah potatoes, la osid lave, after Chisam Mesim. So there's no stida whatsoever. But that doesn't help us in the Rambam. Because the Rambam holds. That Tchias Hamesim is a Ruchazik thing. That Tchias, sorry, that Eilam Haba is a Ruchazik thing. So Tchias Hamesim is happening in Meisim Mashiach. So how do we understand the Rambam? If there, if he holds an Ein Bain throughout Meisim Mashiach, that means that there will be mitzvahs even after Tchias Hamesim. So how can you bury a mace with climb? How can the Rambam pass in that way? We can't use the Ritva's answer on the Rambam. But now that the Rebbe came along with Machadish, that within Yemaisa Mashiach itself, there's two phases. It's not just a question of years. There's two different periods within Yemaisa Mashiach. One is the role of Mashiach and the impact he has on Yemaisa Mashiach. And the other one is now, so what happens after that? Then it, 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 it moves on to Tchiyas HaMesim. So the Rambam, so the Rebbe learns that the Rambam holds out two periods. That the first period, all the mitzvahs and all the mitzvahs will come back. And with Augusta, they'll all come back. But then there's another period within Yemaisa Mashiach, which is Tchiyas HaMesim. And Shmuel wasn't talking about that. Shmuel was talking about the first phase of Yemaisa Mashiach. He wasn't talking about the second phase of Yemaisa Mashiach. And therefore, in the second phase, Tchiyas HaMesim, Taki, Mitzvah, Mateus, Lassel, Love. And therefore, the Ramapak is a climb that you can bury a mace with climb. That's how perhaps we can answer. Um, the Rambam. Why doesn't the Rebbe at all alert us to that? In fact, the Alt Rebbe in Tanya, in the Gaza Kredish Perikhabov, says clearly that mitzvahs, that, that will be mitzvahs of Mashiach. Maybe the Yehudim will be different because we don't have any more Yitzhar and, and, and so on. So it will be different in Yonim Beruchni, is what takes place when we do mitzvahs. But then he said, I, the Gemara says, but there's also a Rajba. The Rajba has a whole different shot in the Gemara. The Rajba has a whole different shot in the Gemara. And the Rajba is found, interesting, not in the Chedusha Rajba and the Shas, but it's brought down in the Ayn, it's a Chedusha Goddess, so it's brought down in the Ayn Yaakov and Brachas that we base Amal Aleph on the Mishnah, where it talks about if you're Maski, it says Mitzrayim, Balelus or not. The Rajba has a very interesting philosophical question. He wants to know how can it be that there's a period that there'll be mitzvahs and there'll be a period that there's no mitzvahs? How can that even be? And right there in Dafyid Beis Amar Aleph, he quotes um, the Rishenim without saying any names. He's saying that there are those who want to prove that there will be an era that there won't be any more mitzvahs. And he and they, and they use the Gemara Nidah to prove 
that the mitzvahs betelos la'osad lavei. So obviously, after Tchias Hamesim, there won't be any more mitzvahs. So the Rashi was very concerned. So it looks like that the Tchias is not nitzchis, because there will be a time that there will no longer be any mitzvahs. The Rashi is very uncomfortable with that. So the Rashi there comes comes along and he says on the next page, in the middle of the first column, I'll just quote you what he says here, because it's a fascinating shot, a twist on the Gemara. He says, and this that they argue with us, it says in Masech the Nidr, there will be a period of no mitzvahs. Da, you should know, these words, does not mean after Tchis Mason. Nemra al Kolzman, anytime, Haba, that's future. I don't care if it's years away or just a couple of minutes away. The, ter- the correct term is la'asud lave. Afilu bizman samuch mamish. Even if it's mamish a couple of minutes away, the word la'asud lave is correct. And he brings two proofs. One of the proofs he brings, we don't even have in Shas. At least, but his gear said had it. So three lines further. He says, Umitzis betelis la'asud lave sha'amru biyuri la'achra mavis mamish. Know what it means when it says mitzis betelis lave? It means that as soon as a mace passes away, he is potter while he's dead. But when he comes back to life, of course he is chayv in mitzvahs. That a mace, while he's dead, he's potter from mitzvahs. Aye, the obvious question is, I need a posik to tell me a mace is chayv, if he's chayv mitzvah, what does it mean? Why do I even need a posik? So the Rajma says, skipping your line, the intentionally can ask me, in by then a mess, if he's dead, what do you have to tell me his partner? If you tell me his high, what's he gonna do about it? So he said the Pshat as follows. He says that no. Da kiladas rab ami hameis ketinuk shaloi higir lechal mitzvahs. According to Rab Ami, who says that you're not allowed to bury a mace with tachrichim of klaim, you know why you're not allowed to bury a mace with tachrichim of klaim? Because we have a responsibility, even though he's dead in his parts of mitzvahs, but we have the mitzvah of klaim, so we're not allowed to put it on him. He said, why? Because it's just like a child. If we see a child eating nevelas, if we see him doing nevelas, we don't have to stop him. Nevertheless, we're not allowed to feed him. We're not allowed to do nevelas with him. So therefore, therefore, that's why we cannot put climb on a mace, because we just like we're not allowed to give a child treif, we're not allowed to put climb on a mace. And Abiechel argues, and he says, no, Mitzvah's potatoes also love it while he's dead. There's no chiv on me to make sure that he doesn't wear climb. I'm allowed to put him on climb. But after Tchis and Mason, everyone agrees Yechayv and Mitzvah's. That's the Razum shot. That's the Razum shot. So maybe then if you can pass like Shmuel, that mitzvahs will be loss of love after the after um, the, has, there will be mitzvahs loss of love. But what about um, Klein? Over there, we're, we're not worried about loss of love. A person will come back. Who said they'll come back? It's tasted in the end of service, has a whole kiro. When we say it comes back with clothes, it's the same clothes, other clothes. So therefore, maybe it'll be other clothes. So we're not worried about tchis, after tchis, mason, he goes chayi, the mitzvahs, we're not worried because who said they'll come back with the same clothes? But what we are worried about is while he's a mace. But while he's a mace, says that Rambam, since he is dead, we pass on Rabbi Yechel, that a mace is part of the mitzvahs, and I'm allowed to put him on climb. So that's another way, perhaps, we could for enter the Rambam. But since the Rajbo is so difficult that everybody tries to understand, how can you compare a mace to 
how can you compare a mace to, um, to a kinuk? The reason why a tinuk is a mitzvah chinuk is because one day he'll be chayven mitzvahs. So therefore, we need we have to educate him. But a mace, why are we chayiv to make sure that the mace does mitzvahs that he has no chayiv to do? What's the pshat in that? Why should we, why should we be chayiv? Very difficult to understand. So the chayla, to learn that that pshat Rambam is very difficult. So why doesn't the Rebbe, the Rebbe use this as well, this Rambam, and reproves the Rebbe's point? So I was thinking that perhaps the Rebbe would learn that the Rambam does not learn pshat in the Gemara like any of these are shayim. Because you go back to the Gemara and Shabbos, it's very interesting what Rashi says there. Rashi says, it seems Rashi says there, and he's not quoted by the other Rishonim, but Rashi says it's very, the following. And Dav Kufnun Alv Omebeis, when the Gemara says that, you know, the days that I'm not interested in, So everyone learned Pshat, there is, the Rashba, the Ritva, Tesis, that there's no mitzvahs there. And this argues, the Shmuel, that holds that there is mitzvahs. So it's a very simple question that Ramon would have. If Shmuel is the one who holds Ein Bein Oilam Hazer, means not only Begashmis, but also Beruchlis, it will be mitzvahs. So why in the Gemara Nidah don't we bring Shmuel? We bring, we bring over there Abyanai. Shmuel is the Manda Omar in, in, in Shas throughout, in Brachas, Shabbos, Sanhedrin, everywhere where we talk about that there's no this difference between Yemaisim Sheikh and Manazer, we always bring Shmuel. So how is it that in Nidah we don't bring Shmuel Shitta? As if to say that Shmuel has nothing to do with Gemar Nidah. Shmuel is not talking about mitzvahs, he's talking about the physical world. So what's Pshat Nigmar Shabbos? So you look at Rashi, and Rashi says a fascinating thing. On the left-hand side, the first narrow line, Rashi says, We're not able to do the mitzvah tzedakah. Rashi says, not that there's no mitzvahs. The circumstances that enable us to do the mitzvah tzedakah will not exist. They'll all be ashirim. And Shmuel argues, says Rashi, sorry, um, and Shmuel argues, because Shmuel holds, that there will be anim, nothing will change. There will be anim in those days, so we'll have the ability to do tzedakah. So what's Rashi telling us? That Shmuel is not discussing at all whether there will be mitzvahs loss and love or not. Shmuel is talking about the physical world, like he always talked about, that there will be anim, then there'll be a shirim, there'll be anim, we'll be able to do tzedakah. And the Tanakhama says, and other, and other opinion says, Mephetish not, that there won't be any more poverty in the world, everyone will be in ashes, so we won't be able to have the schus of doing mitzvah, nor will we have the chayvah, as she says, of being tightwad and being stingy, because there's no one to give money to anyway, because everybody is an usher. If that's how the Ramalim shot in the Gemara, then Shmuel has nothing to do with any of this. And the, the Sugi of Klein is not a state at all to Shmuel. And perhaps that's why the Rebbe doesn't bring this down at all, because that's how the Rebbe understood shot in the Rambam. So I think this completes today's share. For listening in.